What's up guys, it's your girl Amber Lang, sports editor of We Are Jersey Magazine. But today, I actually got my entertainment hat on. I have a very special guest in the building, personal close best friend of mine. Start out from the bottom now over here, Tyler Prince. Check it out. jumping into the music industry at the time I was working um, with an artist um, no longer working with him but uh, was working with this artist and literally I think it was his first show and I had just met you and you were doing your thing with sports at the time I remember but I was like she needs to get into music <laughs> she had the ear you know and she was like a go-getter so I remember you came out to the first show that I think I even went to of my artists at the time. Mm -hmm. And then um, I think you were also working at a bar. Might have, was it in? It was working at Mia, I think. Yeah. Was it in North or something? Wow. Or where was it? I think it was Elizabeth. Yeah, I think it was in Elizabeth. So I know we had went there after and we were chopping it up. And then you introduced me to somebody that was like kind of up and coming in the music industry as well. I don't even remember their name. But I mean, Honestly, from there, it just really just blossomed. I would say working in music was something that I needed because it gave me that push to like get in front of people, like show people like, you know what, I can do this on my own, I can be my own man, but it taught me how to manage. And so from there, um, you know, fast forward, what was that, like seven years? Fast forward about like seven years. Damn, I feel so old. Actually, maybe even longer than that. No, it's longer than yeah, that. Like, yeah, like, yeah, we would like, yeah, I've known you now for, yeah, about I'm 10 years. Yeah, yeah, so 10 years. So, you know, fast forward that time, and then, you know, I moved out to Los Angeles, and I gotta say, Amber's definitely been the one person that's been pushing me for every single thing I wanna do. And everybody knew I was avid and big in fitness. So, you know, I know she was one of the people like, you need to get from behind the scenes and get in front of the camera and all that kind of stuff. I sound like that. That's how you say That's the voice I'm giving. Okay. <laughs> um, and, you know, I just jumped right into, I think it was, during, it was during the pandemic, I was just like, damn, like, so many people keep coming up to me and asking me, like, what are you doing in fitness? What are you doing? And I'm like, um, nothing. I'm just, you know, managing an artist and I'm just working <laughs> a nine to five. Um, and I just went for it, and from there, booked a couple of gigs in the fitness industry, and I was like, you know, this is fun. 
and someone just randomly was just like, you act like, you know, you look good on camera in this commercial, like you act. And from there, just jumped into to acting. And it really wasn't until uh, me and my artists ended up not working together, I realized, you know what, I think this is really my passion. I think this is what God really put this part in my life for, you know, the music part. So it's like, I taught myself how to manage myself, how to carry myself in front of big, big name people, um, how to open doors for myself. And I just was able to navigate it now you know, just kind of got into like the, the fit modeling industry, you know, done a couple projects in the acting world, mm -hmm. and here we are. I'm so, so you proud <laughs> of you. I have done, for the past couple years, I've always told you like, yo, you need to get from behind that goddamn camera and get <laughs> in the front, stop doing behind the scenes shit. And I don't know if you remember, but remember I was trying to quit music. Yeah. And you were just like, no, you're not quitting this industry. You have way too many connections. You're going to keep doing it. And if it wasn't for you, I probably would have just gave it up overall. Yeah. But I was just like, you know what? He's right. I took a break from it, but mm -hmm. I didn't quit. And then I came back probably like a couple months later. Mm -hmm. But you were just recently featured on a Nike billboard. Yeah. Uh, How was that? That was probably one of my coolest experiences. Um, when I got into this, I always said the goal was to get a Nike shoe, and after that, you can be done. But honestly, you just start falling in love with it. Um, you know, when you find yourself relatively good at something, like for me, I hated being in front of the camera. I always was a shy kid growing up. I never liked to be in front of like people, in front of any type of camera, very big behind the scenes. And as I got older, I started finding my voice. I started finding what my passion is. And, you know, and when I got uh, the call back from Nike, it was funny because I applied for Nike, um, different Nike shoots, never got them. But this was one for like back to school and I'm 31 years old and I'm like, so you gonna have me be a 31 year old, 18 year old. So, you know, I had to shave and everything like that. And the guy that um, put the shoot together, one of the producers on the shoot, he actually uh, shot me a text and he was just like, hey, go to Nike.com right now, um, click on men's. And he's like, you're the face of the men's site right now. So that was really cool. Like to see myself like there, like catching football, playing running back, stuff like that. So it's like really been a great experience. And on top of that, you you do he loves Nike, loves sports <laughs> as well. So I I always say you love Adidas too. They gonna check. I love Adidas. I'm always wearing Adidas. You are. But my thing with you is like everything just fell into place as soon as some other things fell apart. Mm -hmm. And I always a part of me always felt like this this is what you're destined to do here because you were just bro you were just recently on one of the what number one documentary series yeah on Netflix with the, what, yeah, the biggest Shimmerman. yeah the biggest show in Netflix history tell us about that experience <laughs> um, that? of course um, so so I you will see me in episode nine um, I play an inmate in the chapel scene when he gets stabbed um, so honestly that was just that was God. Um, I remember I applied for the role, probably the fastest I ever heard back for any type of role. Had to submit a couple pictures, and they're like, okay, you're just gonna be, you know, a background as an inmate. And I'm like, hey, cool. And I show up, and um, it was at a prison, 
um, probably like an hour outside of Los Angeles, like real far, like not far, far into the valley, but in the valley, um, the same place I actually shot Hancock at. So, you know, when I show up, you know, it probably was at least like 40 to 60 guys all doing the same thing. And, you know, I quickly realized, I'm like, this is really just an audition for future projects. And at the end of the day, like, you know, I might be background right now, but I know this is gonna be able to set me up for something bigger in the future. Um, so we shot, I think, three scenes that day, and everybody was complaining, like, because we were staying a little bit overtime, and I'm like, I'm already out here. Like, right. forget this. And I ended up actually getting picked for that scene. They actually only chose 10 of us. Mm -hmm. um, so I was just, you know, I'm, I was ready to work. Like, right. you know what I mean? So when they picked us, I just sat down, <laughs> honestly, like, and I realized the stand-in for um, Evan Peters is sitting right there. And I'm like, oh shit, I'm like in the scene. So the AD <laughs> actually comes over to me and he's like, listen, like, you know, you're gonna be a big part of the scene. And they were like, hey, you know, you just need to act scared or whatever. And like when you get stabbed, like, you know, you just saw Vegas stabbed in front of you. So I'm just like, okay. So it's funny because I had a bunch of friends hit me up after they saw it and they were like, hey, did anyone tell you to do that? I was like, no, nah, I just naturally did that. And they were like, man, I actually thought you were the one that ended up was gonna do something. Um, so I'm not like too, too pivotal, but I mean, I do all my own stunts when you see me jump over that chair, that was all me. <laughs> but I mean, it was cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't, um, you know, the, it wasn't like a crazy part or anything like that. But at the end of the day, I'm blessed to be a part of the project. I'm blessed to be seen in the project. And honestly, I think it's something that's gonna like take me to the next part. And your name is still in the credentials. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's on IMDb. So I know that's right. So let's talk about some of the struggles that comes with getting into this industry, getting these auditions, and then even when you get the auditions, sometimes it doesn't pan out and you just don't get picked. So, because mm -hmm. people like to glamorize the Hollywood life and the music life, entertainment life, and it's really not all that. You see the positivity of the results, I guess you could say. So, yeah, let's talk a little bit about the struggles. No, of course. Um, I mean, if you're looking to get into music, acting, modeling, anything entertainment-wise, you have to be, you have to have tough skin. Yeah. Um, when I got into music, I always thought it's gonna be so easy. And I quickly realized it's not. You know, it's a lot of money that you need to put into it, but it's really about having faith. It's really about enjoying the journey. It's about turning negative into positive and that's really my whole motto is there's like you got to be able to find the positive in every single situation um you know a lot of people always ask me how do you maintain being so positive and i'm like honestly every bad thing or bad thing that's happened to me i've watched positivity come from you know what i mean so it's really just a waiting game and sometimes things just aren't meant for you you know what i mean like you gotta be able to pick your moment and you can never look at anything as a, a loss, it's always a lesson. You know, there was times where, when I was doing the music, we've gotten scammed. And at the time I was making little to no money and I remember someone scammed us out of $1,000. It wasn't even a true scam, it was a real opportunity. And then, you know, the opportunity fell through and the guy was just like, wait, I don't even have to give these guys their money back. And at the time, um, you know, 
I was so discouraged and I was like, damn, like how can we get our money back? How can we make this opportunity? But we quickly saw better opportunities arise. Uh, my favorite story to tell is the first time we went down to South by Southwest, we got scams at a $400 and we were told we were gonna be put on all these different shows. Warming kept giving us the runaround, giving us the runaround, but the positivity in that was we wouldn't have came down to South by if it wasn't for that situation. In that, what ended up happening was we're hanging out with Post Malone, Little Uzi, Fetty Wap, all these dudes before they really blew up. And I remember I used to have like full-blown conversations with Dre London, and now he's one of the biggest managers in the world. You know what I mean? And I can always take those stories with me. And that's the thing, it's just having fun with it. You know, I don't know where my story is gonna end, but if it ended tomorrow, I can tell people I did this. I went for it, I tried it, and sometimes, that's, that's it, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's more than what most people can say. Like, you know, everything stops tomorrow. I can say, well, I, I was seen on Netflix. I was right. in the biggest show in, you know, in Netflix history, yeah. or, you know what I mean? I was hanging out with such and such. So, you know, it just really is about what you want your story to tell and just staying positive. He was on Nike billboards. <laughs> that part. So speaking of your story and the end of it, I always like to ask the question, what do you want your legacy to be? Positively aside, what are the footprints that you want to leave in somebody's life? Whether it's a fan, a friend, family, colleague. Um, honestly, I, if I want that legacy to say, he tried. You know what I mean? He wasn't afraid to, to try something new. Um, for me, I was blessed to have parents in my life that always told me you can do all things to Christ that gives me strength. But I also have friends that, you know, never had that positive influence in their life. You know, they ha never had someone behind them to push them into to doing more, into being anything that they um, say, you know, you can't or, or you can't do this or it's not possible. I never had that experience. So, you know, I want to be that person to let, you know, the people behind me you know, no matter who they are, you know, you can do anything in this world. Because at the end of the day, you know, Jay-Z didn't wake up one morning with a billion dollars in his bank account. He became Jay-Z. So you can't tell me Tyler Prince can't do the same thing, whether it's in acting, modeling, music, whatever it is, mm -hmm. I put my mind to. So. And you do such a good job. So I, you know, we have very small circles. And your circle always determines who you are, where you end up, and that's why people are just like, you surround yourself with greatness, you surround yourself with friends that become family that actually believe in you. And testament to what you're saying, the focus you left in my life, we've been testament for so long. And you, every time I wanted to give up, you were the main one telling me no. When I didn't have fucking money for bills, this one fucking held it down until I could pay him back. Like, little shit, like, you do that for, not even for me, but you mm -hmm. do that for so many people, and I've seen you do it. And I'm so happy to see that you're so blessed right now. Despite the, this crazy-ass world we're in, you're just so blessed, and I'm so happy to see your goals. I'm so happy that you're managing yourself and you're investing that energy into yourself like I'm so proud of you because I know it, it was hard to take that jump because you were very hesitant on it for like a couple years mm -hmm. now I know you moved to Cali <laughs> and you left me to go to LA but what does being from Jersey mean to you 
I mean, only the strong come from Jersey. So, you know what I mean? There is a big difference <laughs> between, um, you know, there's this like New York state of mind, that Jersey state of mind. It's, there's a grit, I feel, that we have. Maybe it's because we have these cold ass winters. I don't know. <laughs> but there's a grit that we have. And honestly, it's like, the moment I moved out to LA, I just found it a little bit easier to kind of like walk around because I'm like, damn, like people are really like, yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, I love LA because like everyone is so creative and you have so many people chasing the dream thing where I feel like here it's a little bit more structured. Everyone's more focused on the nine to five, but I feel like having an imprint and having experiences in both, it kind of gives me that leg up where I feel like I understand a little bit more hardship coming from here mm -hmm. bearing those cold ass winters you know what i mean where it's like i'm not going to just get knocked down the first time things get hard where um you know i feel like sometimes you see a lot of people quit on their dream and it's like man you were just one day away one opportunity away from making it so you know and you know kind of touching on like what you said like for me it's like you know i love being able to recognize the good in people and i love to be able to recognize you know, and be able to help people where I can because, you know, I know I always had someone to push me. Um, you know, I owe everything to my, my family um, because they were there to support me and push me. My mom was my biggest fan. I know yes, you're sir. one of my biggest fans. Yeah, but, always. Uh, I'm a whole groupie when you post the photos. I but, <laughs> but, you know what I mean? I really got to give it to my mom. She really is my, you know, the biggest fan I have. Like, no matter what I'm doing, she's right there. And I... You know, I saw from young, not everyone has that. So, you know, whether it's you, my boys back out in LA, I'm gonna be right there being like, nah, you got this, bro. Like, you, I don't wanna see you quit. I don't wanna see you stop. Like, we gotta keep going. And it's like, I tell I tell my man, it's like, he does acting too. He's actually um, the guy that got me into it, my boy Jared. And I was just like, bro, if you got a part over me, best believe I'm gonna be right there in front center clapping it up because I'm like, it wasn't meant for me, it's meant for you. Right. And so just having that mindset where it's like, some things just aren't meant for you. You right. can't be upset because someone else beats you at something. It's just like, you know, if I'm going out for a role and I don't get it, it's like, they didn't envision me in that part. There's right. there's a part that is there for me. You know what I mean? So it's just about being patient and waiting your turn. And it's like, you know, whether that turn comes or not, it's like, I'm confident it will come. And it's just like, that confidence is what keeps me going and it's like, you're gonna get other opportunities waiting on the true opportunity that you really want. Right. So. Jersey's strong. That part. Is, is pretty much what he's saying. So, what is one quote, one mantra that you live by? So for me, I love this quote, it's in my bedroom, you know, I'm a huge Kobe fan, it's on my wrist all day, every day. And he always says, you know, people never hate the good ones, they hate the great ones. So that's what I, live by okay what is your um i said it multiple times throughout this throughout this interview but for sure it's been imprinted in me since i was a kid i always said if i was to get a tattoo that would be my first tattoo i could do all things to christ that gives me strength yes. shout out to your cancer mom yeah she you great <laughs> love her love her so tell everybody where they can find your, your actor page your instagram Facebook page, TikTok. <laughs> um, you can find me at T underscore Prince 15, uh, pretty much on every social media channel. 
Um, pretty sure I think that's even my Facebook. I think I don't, I don't really use Facebook, yeah. so don't need to go there. But um, yeah, Instagram, TikTok, T underscore Prince fifteen. Um, look up Tyler Prince. You will find me on IMDb. Um, so and that's actually his name too. It's yeah. not just a stage name. It's actually his name. It is. But I'm just so proud of you. I'm Mom so happy. Mom, you be a prince. Like you know what? <laughs> Here he goes. He's freaking happy. But I'm always so proud of you. You know that. I'm so happy we're able proud to make too. this happen. Thank you. Long time coming. Long time. We've been through some shit, and yeah. now we're here, and it's only up from here. So, without further ado, you sign us out. It's your boy Tyler Prince. <laughs> it's your boy Tyler no, Prince. No, don't do that. <laughs> no, I no, appreciate y'all for tuning in. It's Tyler Prince. Here with Amber. We are just, we are just.